Oh, when you hear that music, that means Dave Spano's here from the great folks at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano, president and CEO, also host of Money Talk, heard every Saturday on WTMJ. Now, I, I was doing something on on Saturday, Dave, so I missed. What was the what was the hot topic on Money Talk this Saturday? Well, there's no question that inflation is still a hot topic, and, and you talk about you know what we're trying to get done, Steve, in 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 this country. We have still have inflation, and it seems to be embedded in a couple of places. One is in the jobs market, and two is in real estate. And so, you know, the Fed has a really, really tough job. You know, what they do is is they have an event in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and they all get together, and they talk about, you know, what they're going to do going forward. And it's generally a good signal for the markets. I don't think we're going to learn much from this event because Powell's got a big meeting coming up in September. But we'll look for some news next week out of Jackson Hole. That'll be a story. I was reading the Axiom, your weekly newsletter, from Annex, and uh, I love this sentiment, U.S. economy more durable than expected. What does that mean exactly? Well, think about this. You know, we have talked about a potential recession for nearly a year, and and you'll remember, Steve, I said any time that you get 90% of economists agreeing on one thing, it's probably not going to happen. And they all said we're going to have a recession. Well, listen to this. The Atlanta Fed, they have a model. It's called GDP Now. They have a model, and they estimate 5.8% third quarter growth. Can you believe that? Mm. And so, you know, there's just no way you can have a recession when you have positive GDP because the accepted definition of a recession is two back-to-back quarters of negative GDP, and and obviously we're not going to have that in the third quarter. So we have the financial experts. We know what they think on all of this. We know what the certainly the, the people who create policy think. What do you think U.S. citizens think about the potential for getting out of the recession if we're actually in a recession, you know, whatever that, however that sorts out, the, the impact of inflation. Where is the U.S. population, those who consume on all of these things? Well, that's, that's the, the major concern. They say if you ask them, you know, what their concerns are, obviously crime and the border are part of that, but the economy. And if you think about, you know, for, you know, for 100 years, what are we trying to do? We want to have a growing economy. We want to be safe. We want to be safe uh, from other borders. And so those are our concerns. But you saw the survey, I'm sure, in the last week and some of the questions you're going to hear tomorrow night is what are you going to do about the economy? How are you going to get inflation down? That's going to be a question that we'll be, uh, we'll be looking for tomorrow night and how that gets answered. So that is, that is the question. You still go to the grocery store. You're still paying more. And that's the one thing about inflation, guys, that people forget is inflation is builds on itself. So if something was a dollar a year ago and it went up 4%, obviously it's a dollar and 4 cents. But it didn't go back down to a dollar if inflation levels out. It's still a dollar and four cents plus maybe two percent, right? Whatever the inflation target is, it's still more than what it was the year prior, and that's really what inflation is. Dave, I remember it was about two thousand nine, and I went to this seminar by a futurist back at the mm-hmm. in that time, and mm-hmm. this futurist was talking a lot about BRICS countries, and mm-hmm. that they were something to look forward to and keep an eye on with investments. And I saw that there's a BRICS summit. This week, can you explain what that is and if it still has that sort of impact almost 15 years later? Yeah, so, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, and China, those are the BRIC countries, and they they are up-and-coming countries, but obviously 
uh, you know, that was a point of debate, you'll remember, in 2008 and 2009 of, you know, what do we think of Russia? And you'll remember the debate with Obama saying that, you know, what he thought about Russia. But now we can see it. And now we're in a war. We're not we're in a war. Ukraine is in a proxy war with Russia. And that has an overwhelming effect on what's happening in two areas. One, food prices, because they're a big wheat supplier. And number two, in energy, because, of course, that's what Russia exports. And those two issues are causing prices to go up in those two spaces. And in food and in energy, what it costs to fill your car and also what it is to heat your home. And that is an issue. So that has been something that has dramatically changed over the last 15 years. So what's happening there? And of course, China just continues to get bigger. But I will tell you, Sandy, that is a major, major, major story is what's happening in China. Over all these years, they've built these cities with nobody in them, these ghost cities is what they called, and they continued to build. And so because they did that, their GDP numbers out of China were enormous. Well, guess what? That's not the case anymore. In fact, they're in a retraction right now, and they're having what's called deflation. Obviously, that's opposite of what we're having, which is inflation. Deflation, price and going, prices are going down. And so those two things, a slowing China economy, the second biggest economy in the world, with declining prices will have an effect. So both those things, Russia and uh, and in China, will be a concern. And India is now as big as China. So that is a big story for sure. Good question. Dave, this question came up on the text line last week after your appearance. Uh, will versus trust, explain the difference and, and why those things are important. Right. So, you, you know, the reason why you would have, for example, a revocable trust, there's lots of trust. There's irrevocable trust, there's revocable trust, there's, uh, there's life insurance trust, and it depends on what you know, the, the real question is. But I'm sure they, uh, I would assume what they mean is it's a, a revocable trust. A revocable trust doesn't avoid taxes, it's there to avoid probate. That's the main reason for that you have a revocable trust. To avoid probate, or the Latin term really means to prove where these things are supposed to go. And so if you put some stuff with your stuff in a revocable trust, that would be for something that, for example, isn't titled properly or doesn't have a beneficiary. So you wouldn't put, you know, something that has a beneficiary designation would be your 401k plan, life insurance, annuities. Those have beneficiary designations. Perhaps your home, for example, might go into there. There's a way around that, obviously, if you uh, would choose to proper titling like joint tenants with rights of survivorship would be an example. So that's the reasons why you would use probate. It doesn't avoid taxes, but you know, even even with that question, Steve, fifty percent of Americans still don't have a simple will. They should at least do that very simple thing. It's pretty straightforward and it is not very uh, expensive. Dave, because you and I now speak once a week, and it came to my attention because of you that August is Create Your Will Month. I will tell you that in our household. We've brought it up more than ever, and we're just about to get in and finally do it. it it's made the to-do yeah, list so repeatedly, so it, it has moved the needle in our home. So thank you. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. And, and of course, you know, sometimes it's hard. You know, there's a bunch of a questionnaire that most lawyers will have you ask, you know, but, you know, it depends on, you know, where the kids are in, in for example. You know, and by the way, those things change, Sandy, right? What you had in a will 15 years ago when my kids were small would be different today when they're at college, right? Because those those change. And so as your life changes, you might have to make adjustments. But, you know, there's some common things. And, for example, you know, what are you going to do with your pets? 
fits and all of those things. They're, they're hard questions to, to go through, but a simple process is better than no process at all. He is Dave Spano, president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management, host of Money Talker every Saturday morning on WTMJ. Thanks, as always, Dave Spano. Yep, love talking to you guys. We'll, uh, we're going to be the epicenter of politics tomorrow night here in the city, and we'll be, uh, you guys are going to have a lot to talk about on Thursday morning. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for teeing it up for us. Dave Spano joins us, as I said, every, typically Mondays, I was off Monday, so we decided to do it on Tuesday.